It's a new year, but the same us. We're talking our favorites of 2018 and how we are attacking goals in 2019. Welcome to our podcast. Should be to make Matt make us new music. Yeah, we could probably pay him this time. Well, nah. <laughs> don't tell him. He probably has just some stuff in the fi- in a file. Yeah, it's saved like, somewhere. Yeah, and we're like, that'll work. Something super personal of his that he's like, oh, we're forever on this. Yeah, perfect. Give Deal. it to us. Yeah, we like it. We'll Tanner, it. how are you doing, man? Theodore, 2019. That's right. It's 2018 Tanner, is over. I haven't seen you since last year. How many did you make that joke like right away? No, I didn't actually, but it was because you saved me from it. Oh, I because I like sent two. Th- I put like mm-hmm. two things out. Yeah. yeah, and then I saw uh, I follow this hilarious account on Twitter called Wrestling Pastor. Oh yeah, and it's a pastor who expresses the frustrations or the joys of being a pastor via wrestling gifs. Yeah, and so um, one of them this last week was, you know, every pastor walking in or closing out service saying. See you next year. See you next year. And yeah. so I made it a point to not say that anywhere. Yeah. And you know, just like every dad listening to this was like, oh, I made that joke. Yes. Or yeah. moms. Too. You've kind of been on top of dad jokes lately. Yeah. Just... I'm not a dad, but it's just, well, I think of these jokes in my head and I'm like, who would say this? Yeah. Right. A dad. That's not a joke anymore. no man we made it it's uh 2019 we spent some time out with our friends in lagrange and made it to like we made our our, uh my wife sarah and uh our friend jane made this massive cheese board and there was like 15 different cheeses on it oh and so we started it was yeah it was quite the way it ended what's your favorite cheese then whichever one had like jam on top of it you know and it's it's like cream cheese and oh yeah that video uh whiz cheese and uh, Mm -hmm. anyways we stayed up till like two or three and it was nice they had a dog so i got to pet a dog wait you stayed up till two or three yeah my impress level of you just went way up well we were like i mean we we made it till midnight and we were just like still talking yeah i was in bed at 11 and i think chelsea might have rolled over and been like Happy New Year at like midnight. How like, old are you? 85. <laughs> this is, how old are you? What do you mean, dude? I had like, I hit 30 and I was like, no problem. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> want to go to bed early on New Year's? Done. Who cares? Well, I went to bed last night at 930. Mm-hmm. So if that helps, like I'm still, it's like, what? No, today's, it doesn't. It's today's, New Year's. Today's New Year's January 7th. You're so a I'm young still man, recovering. Tanner. You're a young man. No, I turned 30 this year. 2019 is the year I turned 30. Don't I'm old. That. Don't believe I'm it. I'm old. I told somebody Fake the other news. day, and they were like, really? I thought you were going to be like 26. And I was like, either thank you or how dare you. I have a longtime friend who I went to seminary with who we were talking this year, and he goes, well, you know, since you're only like 27, I was like, uh, I'm 32. Yeah, but thanks. Yeah. It's like I like how your parents still see you as like this 12-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, this is a beard. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not 12 anymore. I have to trim this now. All right, can I use your car? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess we can take some Tums. Yeah. <laughs> I had too much chips and salsa. Uh, well, it, it was funny. So for us, my family was in town. Mm-hmm. So uh, my parents and my sister and brother-in-law, Anna and Andrew, and then my, my brother and sister-in-law, Matt and Deanna, live in town. So it was great. We had two houses. So my sister and brother-in-law and their girls stayed with mm-hmm. us. My parents stayed with 
uh, Matt and Deanna, but we, we've been playing for a long time the Jackbox Party Pack. Yes. And so there was a new one that came out this year. I hadn't bought it, so I bought it while they were in town. And there's a there's a game I want to play with you. It's a rap battle game. Oh, what's up? But it's like robot rap battle. So what you do is on your phone, you're playing it through the TV, but on your phone, you're making up these rhymes. And it's just so hilarious. Because you're trying to burn the people around you, but then it's a robot voice that reads them on the yeah. TV. So it's just like, and then we did this, you know. Like, <laughs> but it's like a rap, so you're trying to get it to flow. But uh, my mom won both games, which was super impressive. So it was it was a blast. So I we did, did that till till about ten thirty, and then stayed up for thirty more minutes with uh, Anna and Andrew, and then we're like, well. We out. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, it's the new year on the East Coast, and I've yeah. been there before, so basically it's 2019. Can I? Well, <laughs> well, like yesterday in my sermon, I kind of, I've t- I talked a little bit about and was like, you know, here's what's hilarious is we make, I love that we make this big deal about like, we get a fresh start. Yeah. You know, we get this moment to really look in our culture and say, hey, like a new year. Yeah. And you know the joke, the, you know, new year, new year. Oh, yeah. New, new year, year, new you. Yeah. New year, new me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Did you know me? I, I didn't. New year, new me. You don't When you know walked me. in, I was really confused. I was like, this, where's this Tanner? This new year, new him. Who's, Who's this guy? <laughs> but it's so funny because I was sharing. I was like, you know, so you get this whole piece, but then it's also just like Tuesday, right? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. It's this <laughs> mixture of like, oh, everything's new. It's Tuesday. I got to take the trash out. Yeah. You know, there's like, some things that, but is that's kind of the thing I, I think I love the most about the new year. And I, I, I don't know, maybe I was talking to you about this. I was like, I wish the new year came twice a year. Mm-hmm. like if in sometime in like june or july it was like well we're doing it again where it's like we take a look back on the year and then we move forward because i think there's like a, a beautiful process with all of that like the whole looking back and mm-hmm. looking forward and i think that's really healthy to do when done the right way unhealthy mm-hmm. in the wrong way of course um just like eating cheese yep but like the way that we look back and the things that we can take from that just to mm-hmm. move forward i think there's just a lot of good out. there so here's what i'm sensing is that in june we should throw a like half year half me party and we just invite people over like it's new year's happy junior hoop happy junior happy junior i like it we're gonna do it (laughs) watch for the pictures yeah but there's just like this uh like being able to look back i i mean well we're gonna get into this in a little bit um Mm -hmm. well i guess we're getting into it now but like no, let's do the 2018 favorites. Then we'll get into this. Yeah, well, let's I think just, yeah. 2018 favorites gives us a good segue. So we're going to yeah, talk yeah. about those things. But first, we want to share a little bit about our favorite things from 2018. Oh, I love 2018. 2018 was not a bad year. Uh, no, compared to some of the other years in our lives. Yeah. 2016? Yeah. 2018, really good. Not so bad. 2018, really good. So, Tanner, what were some of your favorite things from 2018? Um, well, I kind of broke this down when you wrote this, but this up, I was like, okay, I'm going to break down just like three things that I really liked, like music, TV, and books, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I read a couple of books this year. I think I started, I definitely started more books than I finished, yeah. uh, but a book that stood out to me was um, Everybody Always by Bob Goff, mm-hmm. and I just, it's super short, simple to the point and just applicable things. And I love the way that I love the way that he speaks. And so when you read it, it, it also connects there. So that's my favorite book from the year. Uh, you you guys, you and Chelsea turned us on to Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nine nine? Nine nine. And I I think I watched that this year. Anyways, um, no, I, I think it you was this summer. And I just burned right and through it. Sarah just... Oh, it we cooked, man. Mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, and it comes back this week. 
Thursday. Thursday. We're making sushi together. Watching it. Um, we but like Brooklyn Nine, and then for music, um, there's two, uh, one musician and then one band that I listened to a bunch this year. Uh, this guy named Tyson Motzenbacher mm-hmm. uh, from the West Coast. Uh, his music, uh, acoustic, good stuff. Uh, I really enjoy. He came through town. Uh, earlier in 2018 and so we went to the show and uh, it was great and then another band uh, a hardcore band so most people may not be into this but a band called Tiny Moving Parts and uh, their latest mm-hmm. album just I turned that on the car and I'm just ready to rock mm-hmm. uh, in like an adult way but it's good uh, And but like I mean 2018 like was a good year uh, there was a lot of a lot of growth a lot of change a lot of good changes mm-hmm. and which gets me excited for this next year and so yeah, hopefully yeah. i can just build on that and i know mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. probably romanticizing it just a little bit because it's gonna it's another year so it's gonna be hard because it's living mm-hmm. but it's a from one good step to another hopefully to another good step well and, and i think with what you're talking about there it's it's easy as much as we romanticize a new year yeah it's easy to romanticize the ideas of last year and a new year mm-hmm. right because it's easy to look back and I think both go positive and negative on mm-hmm. previous years to go, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff that happened. Um, but it's also easy for us to go, oh, well, 2019 is going to fix everything. Yeah. Right? Like all we got to do is make it to, you know, this random Tuesday that comes after the end of December and then everything will be okay. Yeah. And I think for me, some of that's just human condition. But for, for Chelsea and I, 2018 was was a tough year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we grew a lot in it, mm-hmm. you know? And for I sure. think that is something I really learned over this year was saying, oh yeah, like we got to be adults and we got to figure this out. And every once in a while I wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh my gosh, someone trusts me with a mortgage. Like when did that happen? I'm and, 32. Yeah. Yeah. People let me plant a church at 28. That was a good idea. Um, right. But, no, I'm, I think for me, the the things that, and so because we had a kind of a hard year, yeah. a lot of my stuff is real positive stuff. And so, yeah. in terms of my favorite things, so, and here's the hilarious thing. I was thinking about, like, a lot of stuff, but then mm-hmm. Tanner wrote down, like, really smart things, like, you know... <laughs> movies tv you know things that are connectable and i'm not a music person in that yeah i don't just lock in and go i gotta have music right right so i just kind of listen to whatever i'm feeling so my favorite music from 2018 was my spotify like end of year playlist hilarious that i kid you not is written to speak the hamilton soundtrack great praise worship songs ed sheeran taylor swift and folk music that's amazing, and, and I believe hilarious. I believe written to speak is on there because I said, "Hey Ted, will you just play this a bunch of times?" No, 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 no. no. It's, <laughs> it's a topper. It's a topper it's for a topper. sure. Yeah, but you did come in number one. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it was hey, there. Play this all night. That'll yeah. be one dollar in my bank account. Yep, and I'll buy you a taco. Yes. No, but like the Hamilton soundtrack. Oh man, you should so listen good. to that. That's well, and fantastic. I got we got to go see Hamilton this year. That's right. Which was just That's when that lady commented on your shirt. Yes, she loved it. She was also. Very drunk. You can go back and listen to our third episode. She, I have a I have a shirt with popsicles on it, and she loved it. Yeah, she thought it was very unique. And yes. I was like, "Lady, I'm a fatty, and I'm married." 
Um, <laughs> you but, cannot have these popsicle shirts. Yeah. But then for me, TV, I was trying to go through and go, what did I pick up new in 2018? Because I feel like I have a lot of shows I'm just like tracking with. Yeah. So what I decided to go with is the new series of Doctor Who. So Doctor Who's run for like yeah. 50 years, but they every, you know, four or five years they get a new character, a new um, actor to play the Doctor. And what was really cool this year is like it had kind of gotten pretty dark over the past couple seasons and last couple Doctors. But this one, it's like much more hopeful, and it's the mm-hmm. first time a woman's a doctor, and she's hilarious, and her supporting cast is really good, mm-hmm. and so it's just been a lot of fun for Chelsea and I to watch together. Uh, my favorite book, what's a book? But we'll actually come back to that for 2019, and then uh, because I didn't have a book, I decided to throw in. Uh, I bought a Brad Nailer, which Tanner asked me, "What's a Brad Nailer?" So Brad Nailer, it's a pneumatic air gun. Nailer and Tanner and I are actually sitting on wood benches I built for our dining room. Which, so, I don't know anything about this, but like to build something and then to look at it and be like, I made that. Oh, dude, it was. But that's a really great feeling. The first time I stood on it to work, like to do something like dust the ceiling fan in yeah. here, not only did I feel accomplished that I'd built them, like when I saw them in here, but then you get this deeper sense of like, this is sturdy. Yeah. Like, this is going to hold up. I did this. And I'm a 32-year-old man, yeah. and I build benches. Well, and it was so funny, because I had gotten, uh, for a couple different movie theaters, you know, I signed up for their mm-hmm. membership thing, so you get, uh, you know, points or whatever. But um, for one of the ones here in the Austin area, they'll send you a free movie ticket for your birthday. Yeah. So I was like, email Chelsea. I was like, hey, I'm going to go see Aquaman this Friday, just on my own, just kind of before Christmas, take a break and mm-hmm. go see Aquaman. And I woke up that morning and I was like, do I really want to go be disappointed by another DC movie? And so I ended up spending the morning just getting all the materials. We had talked about these yeah. benches for months. Yeah. We, we were just using we have this really nice table. Yeah. And we were literally using just folding metal chairs. <laughs> and so, Which were fine. Yeah, they were fine. Great. But so I drove out to Harbor Freight out in Taylor, 20 minutes outside of where we live. Um, and... Uh, found this deal where if you spent this much money, you could get this Brad Nailer. It was on your yeah. like 12 tools of Christmas. You could get it for five bucks. Wow. So we needed a new... I'm glad I wasn't on that list, but I'm... <laughs> um, so we needed a new hard case for our microphones for church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was like right around just over 50 bucks. Yeah. So spent that and then got the Brad Nailer for five. And Boom. Rested. It was so good. <laughs> Classic. But... You know, yeah. of our favorite things, I kind of mentioned this year was, was hard. And it wasn't bad. It was just challenging, I think. Yeah. But it was funny because I kept telling people, I'd crack a joke and be like, oh, you're following the narrative church, which is the yeah. church I lead. You're following the narrative church motto for the year. And they go, well, what's that motto? I was like, don't make the same mistake twice. Yeah. And I realized that's just really the motto of the uh, <laughs> the pastor of the church. church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw it happen. Like, there were things from 2017 I caught. Yeah. We kind of got caught in 2017 that I wasn't ready with our budget stuff. Mm-hmm. And so this year, in end of August, I spent, like, a week just sitting down with um, Google Sheets and looking at, like, what we had spent and what we, um, you know, versus our budgeting, you know, where we could cut, where we needed to add. And then I built out a whole Google Sheet because accounting for me is, like, color code it 
mm-hmm. accounting for dummies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how people read actual expense reports. I Not need like I need colors and all this stuff. So I built out this whole sheet. And the president of our congregation, who's helped a ton of church plants when he worked for our church body um, up in North Texas, Dallas area. And not only did he work with church plants, he worked with all kinds of churches and helped them with, with governance and with these kind of budgets and things like this. He came up to me after our budget meeting and said, I want to let you know, after 20 years of doing this kind of stuff with churches, you're the first pastor I've seen who understood a budget this deeply. And I was like, I'm done. I I'm made done. it. And I will retire. And so. it's one of those funny things you just don't expect with your job. Well, yeah, because it's a new thing. And so it's like, I hope this is good. And, and it's a, I'm not a detail person. I'm a big picture person. Mm-hmm. So for me to have, I have to put the tools in place to take care of yeah. the details. So to hear that the tool I had built out mm-hmm. off of this lesson of don't make the same mistake twice, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the tool I had built out was helpful and worthwhile Mm. that was that was pretty cool for me to hear like that was exciting Mm -hmm. and so i think for me that was that was my biggest learning in 2018 was like hey you know obviously you're gonna make the same mistake twice sometimes you will yeah but to sit back and go hey i learned last year yeah and i was prepared this year Mm -hmm. when we came around um it's pretty cool yeah, and from where you sit, also the decisions that you are making not only affect yourself, they well, and they'll affect Chelsea as well. But mm-hmm. then you also have to think about, like you kind of made a joke earlier, like I'm a thirty, like you trust me to be your pastor, mm-hmm. and so you're making, uh, you're not the only one making this decision, but the things that you do add to the lives of these people, uh, either for the better or for the worse. In most cases, for the better, but like. Sometimes you're like, oh, that wasn't as good. And so right. we count that as the worst. But it's like, so I'm not going to make the same mistake twice because it hinders mm-hmm. growth. And it, I don't know. It just, well, and you, yeah. you know, I've, I've always found it strange when people think that, like, respect is deserved. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think sometimes you, you do what you're told because, you know, someone's in authority over you. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I've been in experiences where I've I've known pastors where, like, they kind of look and say, well, I'm, I'm the pastor here, so you have to respect me. Yeah. And I try as hard as I can to be like, listen, I want you to, I want you to know I'm working to keep your respect earned. Yeah. So on on these detail things that sometimes I struggle with, I want to get better at them for myself mm-hmm. because let me tell you, I feel a lot better when the details are managed. Mm-hmm. But also to say, listen, when you guys invested in me, when you called me down here, mm-hmm. when you pay me mm-hmm. to do this job, I want you to know I'm gonna man, I'm gonna mess up, I'm gonna fail. Yeah. But I want you to know I learn from those things. Yeah. That I don't just take it and, you know, throw it away. Like I'm I wanna take those things when I fail to say, How yeah. can I do this better? Yeah. And that's that's respectable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're in here like, I mean, being somebody who works in a church who isn't a pastor and who doesn't wanna be for kind of these reasons where it's like some of those decisions like, no thanks. Like the decisions that you have to make are big and important. But they also mean a lot in the long, in the short term, mm-hmm. and in the long term as well. Um, well, it was like so. The Sunday after Christmas, mm-hmm. I was in charge of probably the most important decision made that Sunday, which was four dozen donuts. What mix do we get? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. let me tell you, Lord, just send me a sign. Yep. Right. Yep. Do I get yep. some apple fritters in there? I don't know. Dude, I will put away an apple. Oh, easily. But like no one else likes them. 
Really? I don't know how we turned that. I apologize. Tanner, <laughs> no. what did you learn in 2018? Well, that's kind of a big deal. The yeah, apple we, fritter thing. Um, for me in 2018... We'll I like do you. a whole donut. Episode. We'll do it. Now we have to. Now we have to. Just like the cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> don't make the same mistake twice. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, 2018 was a good year. And I learned two things. And, and a lot of this really did come out of our what we did at church and the things that we mm-hmm. talked about. We, mm-hmm. t- we took some time and talked about um, rest. Yeah. And I'm not good at that. Yeah. Um, I'm really good at doing things and thinking about what what do I have to do next mm-hmm. or what's coming up or what I did what I did not do. But instead of just like resting or um, turning my vacations into trips, which aren't restful really at all, where it's like, oh, we're going to go here on vacation. But then I have like this person that I could see here and this person I can see and this person that I can see. And then my vacation becomes just another trip mm-hmm. where it's not me just like resting and being still. in different ways and I have Mm -hmm. to set myself up to rest successfully which means that I have to do some behind the scenes work or some scheduling of stuff because you know like a lot of what I do involves me writing and putting things out and getting things in place for them to be sent out so it's like for me to rest I have to okay do the leg work of getting a couple of days ahead so that I can just turn everything off Mm -hmm. Uh, and rest for me really involves um, I don't see anybody that I know, even though I love these people. Mm-hmm. It involves me like not being on my computer or near my email mm-hmm. um, and somewhere where there is sunshine and mm-hmm. really good breakfast food. Yeah. Right? Like that's, and like I just want to sit on a porch and sip whiskey mm-hmm. all afternoon appropriately. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's what rest is. <laughs> that's what rest is for me. Like good coffee in the morning on the porch with a book and a journal. And in the afternoon, I'm just hanging low. So, yeah. uh, but I'm learning how to do that, and I'm learning how to—I get this is going to sound dumb—but learning how to find the porch in my everyday life. New book, new sermon series. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you, you know what I'm if saying? You though? Heard that noise? That was my eye roll. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. I think. But like, how do I rest? That's on a, my day off. That's a good question to find because mm-hmm. it's easy to go between the two, right? Yeah. It's easy to look and say. Oh, well, this one thing has to get done. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I was going to be the person that struggled with that. Mm-hmm. And then I was in charge of a church. And it was like, oh, but I could do this thing. Mm-hmm. I could really, you know. Or what you do is you peter away your time during the week. Mm-hmm. And then you go, well, I can't rest now because I kind of did some weird, you know, I slowed down in between. Yeah, because I took a YouTube dive. Whoops. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like for me to rest, I have to be responsible before the rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and rest in itself is a responsible thing yeah. as well. And so, I mean, I'm excited for this year because I'm like, um, even on like, like Friday is usually my day off, right? Mm-hmm. And so I spent a lot of time doing like written to speak things and not church stuff. And for me, that was encouraging, but it also allowed me to rest on Saturday. Yeah. So it's like it's like building those things in and being responsible mm-hmm. and being smart. And sometimes it means pushing through so that I can rest, knowing that there's going to be a time for me just to yeah. be on the other side. Um, so I learned a lot about rest in 2018 mm-hmm. and then giving as well. Um, and just like, what does it mean to be someone who follows Jesus, believes in Jesus, and then has money and gives money? Because mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, I mean, you're in church worker too, money's not something that we have a lot of. Mm-hmm. And then, but now that we like Sarah and I have jobs, mm-hmm. okay, great. How much should we be giving? Yeah. Why? And then it's like, I used to 
when we gave and I would get the notification, hey, this money has been withdrawn, right? And so, like, I was like, oh, there goes that money. And now, I switching over to being like, good, Mm -hmm. it's gone. Can I give more? Well, and that's it was so funny when Chelsea and I moved back from seminary, Uh and we're both working full time jobs, and we got cable for the first time in our lives. And I remember, as an extrovert, I just, you know, I end up talking to everyone about something. Yeah. I remember explaining to people, like, because I felt like I was being so opulent mm-hmm. and so rich to be like, oh, well, we got cable. But it was, you know, it was this package. It's, just, it's yeah. cheap, you know. It's like, and I realize now we have more money than so many people in the world. But it's so easy for us to look at it as, well, that's our money. Mm -hmm. And so learning that giving spirit's a big thing to say, no, what I've been given is what I'm called to steward. Mm -hmm. So, And then, and even with that, the last couple of days, uh, it's been, I don't want to say strange, Mm -hmm. but I've done things where I've like opened up the fridge and just been like overly thankful. Yeah, yeah. And like that for me has, it's just been like, you know, you take it for granted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like the things that you have are like, I earned this. So I bought this because I got a job. But in in turn, it's like thankful to God because, yeah, like this is a gift. Yeah. And like trying to pause to be thankful for those things or recognize like I didn't earn this. This was like somehow, some way God was able to weave this. Yeah, to appreciate it. So I, I don't know. I think so like rest in giving and then within all that obviously there's this whole idea of like slowing down and actually looking at what's in front of you. Yeah. And then trying to make not not necessarily make sense of it, but okay. We're giving, we're resting. This these are good things, the things well, that we're called a to do. A life of giving thanks, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. To sit back and say, I'm gonna give thanks for these things. Yeah. So Well Tanner, what about twenty nineteen? I mean, we covered 2018. There it is. Our, Dead and gone. Our lessons are Throwing some more things. dirt on top of that. Yeah, no more. No, no more. Um, yeah, so let's... Uh, let, me, let me start off. How long... Well, first of all, would you call your... Do you do resolutions or do you do goals? Is there a difference for you? Um, I do resol- uh, I do goals. Mm-hmm. I do goals. Not so much resolutions. Resolutions seem too formal to me. Yeah. Like... I need the Continental Congress to sign it or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, and also, like, resolutions for me are, like, it almost is just, like, I will not do this mm-hmm. instead of, like, I want to achieve this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but for me, there's a, I do have a lot of um, goals, and um, I'll show you after this, but, like, I mean, I have, like, a couple of pages of, like, mm-hmm. of things for a church, uh, mm-hmm. personal things, written to speak things, financial mm-hmm. goals and stuff like that, yeah. right? But it's just, like, these things where I'm, like, I, I want to take these, these are the things that I want to take seriously. And I yeah. know I'm somebody who's like, if it's written down and I'm going to look at it and I'm going to come back to it, then like, I'm going to hopefully reach that goal or the thing, because it's like, why do I want to do all these things? Yeah. Right. And so, uh, so yeah, I'm a goal guy. Are mm-hmm. you? Um, sure. And here's what I mean by that. Goals for me have always been a weird thing because since I was in high school, you know, they really push that. If you write down your goals, you're mm-hmm. 90% more likely to achieve them. I fall solidly in the 10%, <laughs> right? Like, I don't feel yeah. like the first thing is that you don't write down your goals. I'm like, I've been writing down goals forever. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. But I think part of that's my outlook too, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's part of me that 
I have always kind of balked at the idea of destiny. Uh-huh. Right? Like, you have a destiny. Set up your dream board. And I'm just like, no. Like, I don't, I just don't care <laughs> I just, about I have that. never heard the word dream board before. Oh, dude, it's a big deal. Oh, is it really? Yeah, like, people sit down and, like, I, I shouldn't mock. Like, there's some people who really, like, it works for them. But yeah. <laughs> for me, I look at it, it's it's the idea of, like, you put something together yeah. that keeps it in front of your face, which that I understand, right? I understand the Oh, basics. then I call that my dream document because that's, that's what I have. <laughs> nice. Well, and I think for me, it's, I worry, mm-hmm. and partially because it's a struggle for me. It's easy for us to get caught up in imagination mm-hmm. and not live what's happening in front of us. Right. And so for me, I want, I think I really cherish ordinary a mm-hmm. lot more than I used to. Mm. Like, I really cherish um, learning to live every day as a gift. Mm-hmm. Which or a GIF, you know, whichever. A GIF or a GIF. Um, but the the truth is, I try not to make that sound stupid because the more I look at it, the more it's more about saying days feel ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? Like so, this morning, woke up, um, did my Bible reading, uh, did some reading, reading just for fun, showered, got the dog outside, sat down to write my sermon. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a a Monday, right? Yeah, but. It's easy to go on, just another Monday. And, and I think what happens is we, for me personally, looking back is a much bigger deal. Yeah. And actually, so I'm going to kind of go into my goal mindset. You just now, keep which going. Is, which good. is kind of what we were planning on doing. So because of that, what I'm trying to do is goals smaller over the whole year. Yeah. Like in the end, it'll be a big deal. But yeah. what I'm trying to do is keep it like, I'm trying to keep it small and because part of that is because of the idea of input versus output goals Mm -hmm. i came across this a couple years ago and it really helped me so often we set up output goals right Mm -hmm. like so a new year's resolution you know i want to lose weight Mm -hmm. i want to lose this many pounds and we put that up there yeah well the problem is that's an output goal that's in in church parlance we call that the fruit right like that's what happens when you do something Mm -hmm. so what i'm trying to do this year is instead of putting output goals Mm. and saying i'm going to lose this much weight which is you know part of i'm getting healthier and those kinds of Mm -hmm. things Uh, i'm setting up input goals okay to say hey i know i want to lose weight i know i want to get healthier but if i focus on the big stuff down there Mm -hmm. i can't focus on what's in front of me right so what i've done is i've set up some things so the the one i'll talk about is um I really want to start reading again. Mm -hmm. I love books. Yeah. Love books. And, you know, when we just joked about a book, what's a book? What is a book? It's because, like, this last year, I do a lot of audio books. But there's something for me about a physical, you know, reading a book. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? This year, I want to do 24 books, two books a month. Mm -hmm. One book's for me. Um, you know, so that's whatever I want to choose. Fiction, nonfiction, cookbook, whatever, you know, like, because they write some cookbooks as books now, whatever. But you know, that's for me. Yeah. So there's no stipulations on that. Mm -hmm. And then one's for professional growth each month to say, you know, whether it's theology, whether it's leadership or systems, whatever it is, each month, I want to get two books read. And to me, that seems so much more doable than just saying... 
well, I want to read 40 books by the end of the year. Yeah. you Because you know that you can read two books a month. Mm-hmm. And to say, But do you? Right. That's the thing. Right. And, and so it's, it's much easier for me to look and say, hey, I got a month to read these two books. Yeah. As opposed to saying, oh, I've got the whole year mm-hmm. to read, you know, 40 books. Because mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's like, well, I'll read a couple now or a couple then. Yeah. And I need some tighter restraints. And also it just, I got excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's good to have goals that excite us. Yeah. And so for me, it's looking and saying, okay, this is an input goal. Yeah. The fruit is I'm going to grow from reading. Mm-hmm. I just finished my first book of 2019, which besides an audiobook, it's the first time I've finished a written book in a long time. Nice. And it was a fiction book. It's one I like. It's called Alas Babylon. I read it in high school, and it's it's just a really good... It started the post-apocalyptic genre. Mm. This guy, he wrote it in the 50s, and it's basically what if mutually assured destruction didn't work and the U.S. and Russia lobbed their nuclear arsenals at each other and it just focuses on on. one town in florida classic that survives after the bombs drop that's about right and so it's it's just it's i just love the genre but then it's funny because i wanted to read these books right and here's this guy who was a a journalist that wrote under a pen name but he's writing about this just very knowledgeable but there's a point where one of the characters starts describing well where did we go wrong and he talks about this is gonna get nerdy he talks about the Pax Romana and the Pax Americana Mm -hmm. so that's the peace of Rome the Mm -hmm. peace of America which he says this character says you know was basically the Pax Americana was bequeathed from the Pax Britannica from when Britain kind of ruled the world and so his argument is stuff that like today is really hitting that it's this Mm. the the character is this old retired navy admiral and what he posits the author via this character is that he's like you could start seeing it when it took millions of dollars to win a senate seat in a mid-sized state Hmm. and this guy starts pulling apart like a journalist would Mm -hmm. and saying and it started becoming when we got more excited about the little prizes we could win on tv shows Hmm. than about our real lives and all of a sudden it's like oh this is some really good and that this was 1950 tapping into today right and so i already was like i mean yeah i picked up that book three days ago finished it this morning and so i'm kind of i'm very 124th of the way to go i'm gonna instagram it and that's the other thing is i decided like Mm -hmm. you know people i've seen so many down things about social media and yeah i hate it Man, Twitter and I are becoming less friends lately. But I think I'm going to post it up. But I'm going to just do it for me. Like I'm not doing it for likes or anything like that. I just want to I I'm want to look me. back at the end of the year and say, I did me. Hey, there it was. I, I, think I kept a record good. of that. That's good. That's like, really smart. I I don't I, I'm I honestly am looking at it and say no one could like it. That's fine. I oh, want to yeah. look back and have a record. I'm glad I posted that. Of what I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think that's good. So, well, I think, and I think that you hit something really good there is like, what's the why? Mm-hmm. Like, why, okay, why this goal or why do I want to achieve this or why do I even just want to do that? Like, you mm-hmm. just said, like, I want to post a picture of this book because I want to. Yeah. And I want to look back and I want to see that. And mm-hmm. I, that's something that I've started to do too. It's like, well, I, 
I like these people. Yeah. I want to share a picture of them. I like them. Like I started a, a podcast because I wanted to, and right. I wanted to talk with my friends in a different kind of way, and I wanted to share my friends with other friends. Yeah. Like, like do the things, and then uh, when so I'll just kind of walk through this. Like when I was setting up my goals. Yeah. You have something first. No, no, I'll, I'll bring it in at the end. So when I was setting up my goals, uh, I have one of my best buddies uh, lives in Nashville. His name's Adam, and he does a lot of creative things too. And so he and I, we started, we were talking together like, hey, are you going to do goals or whatever? And so what we did is we wrote down our goals for the whole year, shared it with each other on a Google Doc. So I have, I have his goals, he has mine. And then what we did is we're like, okay, this is the end goal. How are we going to get there? And so then we broke it down by month. Yeah. And so from now, so I have a, a document from January all the way through June of things that I want to do, mm-hmm. whether that's like two blog posts a month, um, just like random things like that. Or like by the end of the year, I want to be able to curl like 45 pounds, right? Yeah. Is that going to happen? Maybe. That means I'm going to start working out though, right? Uh, and so it's like, it's all these things um, before him. But the big part of that is like, who else knows your goals? Mm-hmm. Because if you know them, are you going to be able to hold yourself to that all year round? Yeah. Or is it just going to be, or are you going to have someone else who's going to help you? And so now that Adam knows all the, all of my goals, he can call me out on stuff or he can ask me, how's it going? And, but also at the same time, he well, can I, offer grace to that as well. I like the, the system, right? Yeah. Not only are you giving it to someone else, but I love working backwards on things. Oh yeah. Well, if you look at it, if you look at 12 months, that's a lot mm-hmm. and you'll always get to something. I can get to that mm-hmm. later. I'll do that. I'll do that in March. But if I'm just looking at January and I am just focused on this month, like we're recording this on what January seventh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're a little bit into the month, but like there are things that I've already knocked off the list that I wanted to do, and now I can start looking ahead. Yeah. I don't know. It just like if these are the things that you want to achieve, you got to mm-hmm. you got to do it. At some point, you just got to put your head down and you got to do it. Yeah. Um, and if it's like if not now, then. When, but I also think that throughout all of this, because there you can you can make anything, you can take anything that's good and make it unhealthy. We know that, right? So, like, mm-hmm. how do we keep this as a healthy thing, yeah, or yeah. or what's the reason why behind all of this? And is it is it for pride? Well, that's not healthy, yeah. right? But if it's like I want to do this because it's going to better myself for my family, or it's going to make me a better pastor or servant leader or something yeah. like that. I'm like that's probably a good goal, but I don't know. Keeping yourself in check with all that kind of stuff, um, I do kind of. I, I guess this is one of the things that I nerd out about, like of like goal setting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah isn't much of a goal setter. I think it kind of freaks her out because it is can be one of those things that is kind of scary. But at the same time, I see that there is there's pretty great value in it as well. Um, and so I shared with her my goals, and that was cool too. So um, I don't know. I think 2019 is going to be a, a good year. Uh, and one of the things that I'm most excited about for this mm-hmm. year is um, I just want to build like a healthier morning and evening routine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to do a write-up about this later this week. Um, but it's basically like the big thing is me not looking at my phone really until 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Right? So at least I want to be awake for at least an hour or an hour and a half before I look at my phone or begin to do things on my phone. And yeah. so that means like uh, just real quick, my, my morning schedule looks like me. I wake up. The first thing I do is I drink a big glass of water. Mm-hmm. I drink while I drink some water and then I go and I basically I lay on the floor and I start to do some stretches. I hate mm-hmm. the floor, Ted. I hate the floor and I hate stairs. Actually, I love carpet. I love, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. The floor is a long way away, right? Mm-hmm. It's like getting on the floor and like doing morning stretches mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'll do morning stretches and then I'll do like a really quick like workout, which is basically like push ups, mm-hmm. sit ups, and squats. Yeah. And then from there, like then I go and do like a time of devotion and reading and silence. Mm-hmm. But it's like I want to find a way that 
my body can just wake up without me looking at my phone. And then when I get to look at my phone, it's almost mm-hmm. like a, hey, you, you can it. look at like this, yeah. this, and this. And it's, I don't know, because I know, I'm a, I know that throughout the day, like, I'm going to look at my phone and it's going to be part of what I do. Yeah. So can I wait? Well, and, yeah. and, and I like the way you're setting it up too is what I call the, it just personally, the mountain hike theory. Mm-hmm. which is for me writing goals is less about saying look at me and what I'm going to achieve I want to write goals because what I want to do is to be able to say I want to look back and see where I've been yeah like if you've ever hiked or summited a mountain it's the worst yeah like you are going up the side of a mountain yeah but what helps are the moments where you get to stop and look back and go man look at how far I've come mm-hmm. and then when you get to the top you're able to look back and go, holy crap, that's our car down there. Yeah. You know, like you're able to say, look at how far we've come. Because then what most people think is, oh, you reached the mountain, high five. Well, everyone just writes the yeah. about getting to the mountain. Yeah. They don't write about what it's like to come back down. Yeah. Because that's, I don't know if it's equally as hard, but it's more strenuous than you ever expect. Yeah. And I think for me, that's what you've just said is, is it's the ability as you write your goals to look and say, for for the moments I'm on the mountain I'm going to have something to look at and for the moments when I come down I'm going to be able to have mm-hmm. you know going up looking coming down you're going to have all those, that time to look back and say yeah. that's where I was this is where I am yeah and it's just I, I don't know I think that there's a lot of value to it because I, I know that a lot of the people who listen to this podcast uh, they're either creatives or they, they, they serve in a church or some sort of capacity like that or they're our family members yeah or our family members yeah. but in the, we know that they have goals too and mm-hmm. it's just like yeah, and, but a big part of all this too is you can see, I can see what you do. You can mm-hmm. see what I do. We have the internet now, so we can look at other people and like we compare ourselves. Yeah. But the thing that we always forget is like that person started somewhere too, mm-hmm. right? And so if you want to be where they are, you want to do the things that they are, like just start. Well, and, and that's part of the, the downside of the internet age is yeah. we see everyone at, at the finish line, right? Yeah. We can scrub past everything else. Yeah. So what we see is people who are accomplished, who have worked hard to accomplish something, mm-hmm. and we go, well, I want what they have, mm-hmm. because what they've done, and, and I don't think, people put nasty thoughts on this, right? Yeah. I always get frustrated when people go, oh, you only show the best parts of your life on Instagram. You go like, dude, when we used to make photo albums, did people take pictures of yeah. their dirty dishes? Like, I'm not against saying like, yeah, our, you know, this, yeah. this stuff, but like, but here's yeah. the thing, it's more on you. Right. Unless it's like a big time social media influencer. Yeah. But it is more on you than it is on the person creating the content. Uh-huh. Even if it is a big time social media influencer mm-hmm. who's trying to get you to buy something or who's saying, look at me. Yeah. But like the decision's on you. Mm-hmm. Because Instagram and, um, you know, people are making a big deal. Oh, well, we only see the good side of people. We just have more access to it. Yeah. This has always been happening. What do you think keeping up with the Joneses is? Yeah. It's looking at someone else's yard and going, well, there's greener than mine. Mm-hmm. And so I think goals are an important thing for us to say, hey, listen, what I'm not seeing is that person edited a video, edited a, a, a picture, you know, stood at a really neck craning angle to get the shot they wanted. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, hey, that person worked hard to get where they are. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge myself based on them. I'm going to judge yeah. myself based on me yeah and it's also like i can do that too 
Yeah. Because a lot of people are like, I mean, it's comparison is an easy trap to fall mm-hmm. into knowing that they started somewhere. And like when you start something, you're not going to be good at it right away. No. Right? Like you're just not going to be good at it. No. Like I, I tell this, I said this a lot, but like I started written to speak like it's going to be six years ago this month. Mm-hmm. And I'm just now figuring out what I want to do. But I knew I wanted to do it, so I had to start. Well, we, we started yeah. this podcast a year and a half ago. Yeah. And I feel like this is, like, where we should have started. That'd be really great. I think we finally, yeah. like, found a rhythm, found mm-hmm. what we're good at. And that's, Tanner and I have talked, what's what's the podcast this year? Yeah. What are our goals? And so we've said, we really want, so we're, we're calling this season three. Episode one of season three. Yeah. Season, season one and two. Just kind of it happened, mushed. and we are thankful for everyone who yeah. listened and yeah. the guests that came on. Oh yeah, the guests were the best part. I mean, oh really, yeah, we, we were, were the worst part. Yeah. 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 yeah, But so what we're gonna do is we're gonna put out at least two episodes a month. Maybe we'll come across something and say we really want to talk about that, mm-hmm. and we'll put something else out until. Man, I'm gonna say probably Easter. Yeah, probably the first week of Easter. We'll take a break. So April, yeah, we'll start a summer break and be mm-hmm. back then. You know, August probably, mm-hmm. um, and maybe we'll throw in a couple episodes through the summer. But what we learned was there was a point where I think we both hated doing this, and hate well, yeah. might be too strong a word. It was just like, oh, I have to. It became it's, another yeah. thing on our to do list, and that was the one thing that we said we didn't want to happen. Right, we wanted this to be fun. Yeah, and, and so what we're gonna do is is we want to be consistent. Yeah. But we know our consistency isn't of people who are making money off a podcast. It's people who are just having fun. Yeah, we're basically like giving you a podcast to listen to yeah. while you drive or do your dishes if you mm-hmm. want. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you want to. Yeah. And yeah. So, so... I think for a little bit we were like, we're going to make some money off this. Or at least get like a sponsor. And then we yeah. were like, after episode one, we were like, probably not. Yeah, yeah. No, this is it. This is it. We made it. <laughs> we learned how to record stuff, Mom. Yeah. yeah. And so, so we're going to put out a, an episode... Uh, Twice a month, so one more in January, and then we'll just keep going. And if something strikes us and we want to get together and do something, we'll do it. But, you know, maybe we'll try and throw some more things up on, on the old Insta-face-ter. Yeah. Um, but, but we're not going to kill ourselves with it. Yeah. I don't know. We I think we just enjoy hanging out with each other and oh, around a microphone and talking. Yeah, and it's been eat, it's helpful for me. We're gonna go eat lunch after this. Like Oh, this is great. Yeah. yeah. And you guys have to go do work. We're just gonna go eat lunch. Yeah, yeah. Or you're going to sleep. It doesn't we don't even know when you're listening yeah. to this. <gasps> or if you are. Maybe this is their bedtime. Let's this say is our prayers. So meta. Um anyways, but yeah, we want to do like two a month, except during the summer we'll take a little break. Mm-hmm. But you can always listen to us. If you if you really like, I just miss listening to Ted and Tanner. Yeah, throw it back. Uh, yeah, you can listen to old episodes, or you can listen to. Well, tell them about. So you can always stuff, find yeah. me um, at Theo underscore D on Instagram and Twitter. But then also, you know, if you really miss my voice, weekly podcast for our church, which I'm kind of ninety percent of the speaker. We we get some other people in there so I can get mm-hmm. a break. But that's the Narrative Church Sermons podcast, and uh, I think they've been okay lately. I, like I haven't listened to. I, I'm excited for your. This, is this a series you just started? Which is the one you Gospel just started? Shaped Life. We just yeah. started. I want. Yeah, I'm excited about that one too. Um, At some point, we'll have to go through. One of my college kids keeps a list of quotes from my sermon. Really? We'll have to do that on this. It's Tanner. I'm pretty funny. Are they? Oh, they're funny quotes. Yeah. Great. I'm looking forward to hearing your first I mean, joke. Uh- <laughs> that was the day our podcast ended. <laughs> Tanner, where can people find more of you? Which, let me brag on you for a minute. Please do. Looking at you your know, Instagram, yeah. man, your, your, your connections are really ramping up. I think you've done a good job in the past six months really figuring out how to connect with people 
who connect with what you do. Cool, man. I appreciate that. It's yeah. been, uh, and you know, that's when this thing is like, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. I want it. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And I had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot of fun. And I've gotten to meet a lot of people. And I've heard mm-hmm. some like crazy stories. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll share this one. There's this uh, a girl in um, like Croatia or something who uses my poems for an underground Bible study. Stop it. Not the coolest thing. That's legit. I forget man. where it is, but like, it's, she's like, yeah, like I sneak your poems in and we read them. I was like, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Uh, and I, if I knew how to ship things, I don't know how postage really works, but if I knew, like to ship it, if I was able to like ship out of like out of the out of America, I would try to do mm-hmm. that. But um, anyways, if you want to follow what I do, you can just type in uh, "written to speak" to the internet, and hopefully you'll find me. Kind of uh, everywhere at "written to speak" uh, or on my website "written to speak and I have a podcast too we'll do about an episode or two a month it's and Ted'll, Ted will be on it soon good. we'll do yeah. one in the next couple yeah, weeks he keeps introducing people as his really good friend and then I'll be on and be like and this is Ted but Ted if you were if we had MySpace you'd be in my top 8 oh come on <laughs> say more buddy you'd be in mine yeah dude I mean, well I mean Tom of course but oh yeah Tom good old Tom yeah well I'm Ted I'm Tanner this has been our podcast now I'm gonna open up some basketball yeah, cards we have that... cards to open so this is our B-roll our B-roll this is after the show podcast is over and we didn't even do any breaks in